0: Ladies and gentlemen, joined by a fine gentleman now, Foo fighters, Christian play How are you doing, my friend? I'm good. How are you? Oh, it's great to be sat down with you and talking some music and talking about music. Brand new single out from yourself. It's got the balls behind it. Tell me about it. It's doing great.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the best description of it I've heard yet, man. It's got the balls behind it. <laughs> well, it definitely has that. i got to be honest. It does. That it does. Yeah, we... Um, we, we, we wrote this tune um, kind of based around a riff that Jam brought in. And, and we just kind of just it turned it into like a kind of a modern like murder ballad kind of theme. And and um, yeah, it's 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 fun. It's fun. To, it's fun to write something. I don't write like that too often where it's just a totally fictional tale. You know, mm-hmm. usually when you're writing, it's kind of based, in, if not totally based in your own life. And it's you know you're drawing from stuff in it, but um but yeah, that was just was not the case with this one at all.
0: It's definitely got something different to some of the older stuff that you uh, that you've written, going way back to the dead peasant stuff, uh and, and the songs seem to develop in different directions, but then this one comes out and it's just got the riff, the drive. Is this kind of a feel that you wanted to explore differently to the older stuff? You know, are you kind of artist that likes to just Dip your toe in different kind of things and see what flavors are happening and then bring them to the table and create. Oh, for sure. And that was that was one of the things that I talked to Jaron about from the beginning when we
1: first started talking about um working together on this record and having him produce it was, was um him getting me out of my comfort zone here and there and getting into some sonic like different sonic territory. And and I think uh and I think we did that a lot on this record. It definitely um goes into some places that that I've never gone into before.
0: Oh, it's great. And just to mention to people what might not have a clue what we're on about right now, the new music people are interested in this kind of stuff. Black Top, White Lines, great smashing single. And it's written by Jaron and one of the other kids from our friends, uh, the Cadillac 3, which people won't recognize that Jaron actually writes for a lot of big guys and, Everybody seems to mingle in this uh, Nashville sound, as I call it. Uh, we was you somebody what said, "Hey, I want a, a new jam," and it just came up in a topic, or did he come to you and say, "Chris, I've got this, got this for you. Give it a go." Oh no, I, I
1: pestered him. I I <laughs> I've known Jim for a while, but I interviewed him, um, and then after I interviewed him, probably in that in that interview, I think I was like, "Hey, man, you ever want to like get together and write a song?" He's like, "Sure." So we did. And then we were getting getting together to, to write another one. Um, and he was like, hey, you know, how about John Osborne, you know, come and, and write on this one, too. And I'm a huge John Osborne. I'm a Big Brothers Osborne fan, mm-hmm. but I just love John and his guitar playing and what he does. So um, I was excited, you know, to get to write with both of them it was just like, you know, it's great. Amazing. You know? No.
0: Yep. Just mentioning that, you know, you've got admiration for these guys what are writing these cool tracks. You've played with everybody, OK? You've played with some of the biggest guys in the business, you know, and chicks, which is a cool thing, you know. You are who you are, but you're also an established artist alone being a solo artist. Um, are you still kind of an artist that gets a little bit nervous about the music that you release as a solo artist? And do you think, oh, these guys might not like it because it's not this band what I'm normally playing in full time? Do you ever get it like that? Or are you just somebody that's like you know fit. i'm a, I'm an artist that's what art is i create and this is what i've got i
1: mean you're always kind of nervous when you're putting stuff out mm-hmm. but i think the more you do it and i've been doing it for a long time thankfully uh, um the less you worry about it yeah. you know i think i always try to remind myself that like like this it's all it's like the music that i make is like all very personal to me and i and i and I'm in at night and, and I lose perspective on it. So I, I, I try to remind myself that like most people just listen to music as a whole and they're not dissecting it the way that musicians are. They don't have, they don't bring the baggage to it, yeah. you know, that we bring to it, you know? And, and, um, and when you, when you think of it that way, it's, it's uh maybe it takes the edge off putting it out a little bit. Cause you know, it's just, it's just, it's, you know, it's, it's, of course it's like, super important to me as the person making it but like you gotta like you gotta just kind of lighten up and and do your thing
0: Mm -hmm. i like that and you have seem to have got an audience as well uh, away from the from the regular gig uh for your solo so if you've got you've got an audience which you've captured obviously you've sold out the uk which congratulations awesome love that and does that blow your mind that you can still reach out in the uk and that this kind of style of music is reaching out to more fans?
1: Yeah, it's, it's, it really does, man. It's so cool. Like prior to this run of shows, the best, uh, honestly, I've said it a bunch of times, but the best solo tour I've ever done was the one I did in the UK in 2019. It was amazing. Like those shows were just nuts. And, um, and for this run to get to, you know, notch up the venues a little bit and, um, to have it like sell out all in advance, everything is like, it's such a good feeling really. Like it just, it takes the edge off the whole thing. You know, we're just going into it knowing that the shows are going to be great and even better than the last one. And and it's just, yeah. And it's, it's, uh, I'm really grateful for it because it's, it's, it's such a treat to, you know, you jump on a plane and you fly halfway around the world and, and, and you have like a better reception than you have in your own backyard. huh. <laughs> you know, it's, it's really like, it's, um, it's I, I don't look past it man it's 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 amazing
0: no i love it i really doing it and again somebody who's followed your stuff for a long time and for for newbies, what 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 being turned on to you the one thing what I'm like, I'm going to go a bit technical for the for the music geeks kind of thing here now, uh, and people are interested in stuff. The, the the sound of your songs, like I said, mentioned uh, you've got a lot of songs in catalogue now as a solo artist, and the, the sound changes, and especially on this new lick, what you've got with this new single, um, and you dropping guitar tunes down, is that something that you've pinched off any of your idols? Because obviously Keith Richards, people don't realise he drops his come, you know, his his stuff down, takes the six string off, plays with five strings, drops it down. Down, tuned it down to D or whatever. Is this something that's like kind of inspired you as an artist going over the years and you thought, you know what, I'll give that a go? Or have you been kind of scared to dabble with that a little bit? Well, you know,
1: sure. I mean, you, you sort of play around in, in all your idols' um, influence, uh-huh. no doubt, you know. Um, I don't do a lot of uh, drop-tuning stuff a bit here and there. Um, really, honestly, with this song, it was a question of trying to figure out the key that I could sing it yeah, best. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? And, and a lot of times in the studio, that's what these things are born out of, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, you've got a song you do, you know, melodically, it's got to do a certain thing. You just got to figure out where your voice works in that, you know? Um, and this one was, was like, I was like, after we recorded it, and you just don't really think about it while you're doing it. But I was like, Hey, this is in C sharp, like drop C sharp. How am I going to do that live? That's going to be a drag because all that means on a like a little van tour is like that's an extra guitar you got to
0: bring. This is what I am thinking about.
1: That takes up a lot of space. Uh Exactly. um, That's (laughs) another thing to check at the airport. That's another thing to schlep, You know, Uh flip around. Um, And uh, but you know whatever. So uh, so yeah, you know there is like like that Keith tuning is a is a very specific thing. I love that. I I I. I'll sit around at home and 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 tune my guitar like that, and then just play Stone songs. It's the greatest. Yeah.
0: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh huh.
1: Uh huh. But I I don't do a whole lot. I, I like to keep it. I, I've sort of shied away from that sort of thing over the years with recording because you're then you're hemmed into doing that live, where like you know it's it's uh it's it can be a little restricting.
0: I was just know? yeah, and that's why I was wondering about popping that question, because. A lot of people don't realize, you know, these songs, you don't just stand there in tune, you know, these days, you know, it's not the 50s, you know. You've got the guitars lined up and you use a grab a guitar and play it. It's a lot of crap to, 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 to bring on tour, like you've just said. It's it's, hard. it's a big shift, you know. And I wondered about that, you know, the kind of music, what you're going to be playing when you are playing live, because you're going to have people obviously asking, are you going to play this? Are you going to play that? Are you going to do any of your, your full time stuff and stuff? What's the kind of genre, you know, where we're mixing it? Are you going to go full new album? Stuff mix it mix it up covers you know because you can get away with that yeah I think we're we're
1: probably gonna do like three or four tunes from from the new record uh-huh. um because we've been doing some of those songs in the set and then mostly my last couple records like Hard Lessons and West Coast Town awesome. mostly what it's what it's gonna be uh-huh. done
0: yeah it's lovely stuff it is. It really is. And, and I've got to say, are, are you gonna be are you gonna be planning any more recorded albums for the future? Have you got things already laid down? You know, are these the kind of songs that you've had around for a while and you bring to this album, or do you save that for when the time's right?
1: Um, no, all this stuff on this new record was all written kind of in the months leading up to recording it. So that was all just kind of fresh. fresh. stuff, but Except for one song. There's I'm sorry, that's let me correct myself. There's one song um that was really old man i wrote you probably 15 years ago or something uh, and i was having a conversation with jaron i don't even remember how we got on the subject but um we we're talking about like oh good to have a song like this could be to have a song like that and i, and I was and it just jarred a um, memoryless. i was like wait a minute i wrote something that kind of fits that description like years ago and unearthed an old demo and sent it to him and and then yeah we put it together so and that will probably be one of the songs that I'm playing on, on this tour. It's a song called Damage Control.
0: Nice, nice. It really isn't. Yeah. It? How's the show's been going? You've been you've been uh, am I right? You've been on the road at the moment with Blackberry Smoke. Am I right by saying that? Or you've just been we, out there. We got to go out. We did one show.
1: I'm I've toured with Blackberry Smoke yeah. in the past. And they um they uh we got to go out to Nashville a couple weeks ago and open for them at the Ryman. So it was a one-off, mm-hmm. um, but God, it was an amazing night, man. It was so fun. So cool. I mean, the Ryman's just such a magical venue. And then, and then, you know, Blackberry Smoke's just an amazing. Band. So wow. the whole night was just, just a, a hoot.
0: I love it because again with Blackberry yeah. Charlie's voice is still just standing up. And those guys oh, seem so to just good. kill it. It's just beautiful.
1: And his, his guitar playing is just like next level. Just that whole band, man. And since the last time I saw them live, which was 2019, they've added you know some backup singers and percussion and. A third guitar play like it's filled out, like it's really a, a beautiful thing And before that, like last December, we got to go open up a bunch of shows for Social D And then did a bunch of just solo gigs kind of around the West Coast, California
0: Beautiful, and what's it like then, your reaction to this new album with your pals, you know Have you, have you sent it out to any of your pals and your pals have had to listen and think Yeah, I like this, they the, the approval <laughs>
1: Um, I've sent it to a couple buddies, yeah, yeah. That, that have gotten some good feedback on, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. I've got my close friends whose opinions I, I trust, you know, um, that I tend to bounce, bounce stuff off.
0: No, I like it. I do like it, Chris, and it's great stuff. And I love where you go with all the sound, and it's great just to pop music on and just float with it. And I always say, when you've got a song that you can sit and you just get lost with and you forget, you look at the clock and next week you know it's like an hour later or whatever, that's a good tune. It's a good jam. And I love that about the stuff that you've got in this brand-new single as well. Can't wait for the tour. Is there anything in the pipeline uh, regarding any more uh, collaborations with anybody else? Do Do you think you'll ever maybe... Collaborate with another artist and go on, on the road with anybody else at all?
1: Anything, anything planned? Uh, I'm, I'm sure right now with my solo stuff, I'm just kind of focused on, on getting these next tracks out. And then the, the record, we're going to put out a few more tracks before the record comes out in, um, in uh, October. Beautiful. So that's, that's kind of the focus at the moment. No. Although I did uh, I I know that I am playing the same festival as Cody Jinx is playing in um where was it, Milwaukee. And we were texting the other day about I think I might jump up on stage with him and and play um play the song that, that we wrote with our friend Kendall that's on both of our records.
0: No, it's great. Yeah. It's, I feel that you know when you when you when you're a musician how you are and you've got your pals and stuff. You know it's great that you guys can just jump on and play play with each other. Do you still get that excitement as an artist just to jump on with your pal and play just like old school days, like when you first starting out? Let's go and play this. Let's do this. Do you still get that feel?
1: Oh, for sure, man. Yeah. When uh, when Rise Against was was out on tour with us a few years ago, I got up a couple times with them and played uh, played an old Jawbreaker song, which was so fun.
0: Yeah. It was the guys that got you into this kind of vibe? You always been into like this stuff, like your wailing and your yeah, your willies. Were you ever into those guys first, or did you get introduced to this kind of style of music? You know,
1: um, I yeah, no, I came to it a, a little bit later. You know, I, I came to it through like alt country, and then just kind of kept working my way back. Uh, um, but yeah, it's it's a it's been a long, slow. It's a it's a. It's a deep pull, man. It's like yeah. there's a lot to to sift through, you know that I'll probably be sifting through for the rest of my life. you know there's so much there that you're just always finding new records that you never heard before, songs you never heard before, little gems, you know yeah. that's,
0: that's the art. Awesome. It's, it's endless. it is, it is, it is and and just lastly, what was what was the kind of gems that you you know you grew up listening with on the vinyls what who was you who was you digging?
1: Oh man, when I was a little kid, it was the stones and it was kiss and it was, you know, deep purple and, um, Ted Nugent, and, you know, just, I, I'm, I was born in the '70s, man. So yeah. I'm a I'm a product of of that era of classic rock, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's great. It really is, and it's crazy. Again, you know, I, I you go from all them influences, and you've got this sound. And I adore it, man. And I wish you all the best with the tour, and see you on the road. And and, and I can't wait just to see the the impact of of this, uh, the singles and the albums that are going to get released in the future. It's quality stuff, mate. I love it.
1: Awesome, man. Oh, I really appreciate it, man. Thank you. Yeah, I just, I can't say it enough. I'm so excited to come over and play these shows in, in March. It's just going to be a lot of fun.
0: All right. So also, and ladies and gentlemen, just go and check it all out. It's all on the website. Everything is on the social medias. It is, yes, it is Chris Chifflay. Thank you very much, my friend.
1: Awesome, man. Take care.